0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast. Now before you get into anything else, clear your calendar. Sunday afternoon, an iRacing race, it's going to be March 22nd, there's going to be an iRacing race broadcast on Fox, the actual like televised national channel, Fox. It's going to be commentated by Mike Joy, Jeff Gordon, And uh, Larry McReynolds is going to be back in the booth. Guys, I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to give you a full rundown. we got a whole list here on TobyChristy.com. You have Alex Bowman. Anthony Alfredo, Austin Dillon, Bobby Labonte, Brad Keselowski, Bubba Wallace, Chase Briscoe, Chase Elliott, Chris Buescher, Christopher Bell, Clint Boyer, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Denny Hamlin, Eric Jones, Garrett Smithley, Jesse Iwuji, Joey Logano, John Hunter Nemechek, Justin Allgaier, Justin Haley, Kevin Har- Kevin Hamlin, excuse me, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Landon Castle, Matt DiBanedetto, Michael McDowell, Parker Klingman, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., <gasps> Ross Chastain, Ryan Priest, Ryan Trek, Stuart Friesen, TJ Majors, Timmy Hill, Ty Dillon, Ty Majeski, and William Byron. That is 37 cars all going to be lined up and running this race. I am so beyond excited for it. I've worked with uh, Anthony Alfredo extensively in the past on iRacing. I've helped him with a bunch of setups. It's going to be a fixed setup race, but I might be up on the box for Anthony, uh, helping out with him, building strategy and stuff like that. Not sure on that yet. He and I like have talked on it, but we will be sure to see. Either way, I cannot wait for this race. I hope you can't either. It's going to take place at Homestead Miami Speedway. What that means is that the last scan of the track a couple years ago is what they're going to use. Homestead is a very, very difficult track. It eats up tires, especially on iRacing. The setup they're using is not going to be an easy one to drive. These guys are going to be wheeling it like crazy. It's going to be some great racing. You will see guys running all the way up at the top. You'll see guys running at the bottom. You'll see guys fast in the middle. The biggest, biggest thing here on iRacing, which is... It's close to real racing, but not exactly the same. The biggest thing that you're going to see is the tire wear. They have to be super careful on these tires. One lap, only one lap makes a huge difference here. So I'm going to be spending this episode, giving you guys a breakdown, preparing you for this race. The favorites to win this, I think, are going to be the guys that consistently run on iRacing. They've, they're on it, they're used to it, because it's similar, but it's not the same. You remember all of our talks here on Bottled Up with Anthony Alfredo. What he does is repeatedly, repeatedly drive home the point that it's similar, but it's not the same. You can't get used to that feeling on iRacing and expect it to be exactly the same in a real race car. So what he does is he actually runs without any motion rigs, you know, without anything, because he doesn't want to get used to too many bad feelings. You know, he's used to a bump being there that's not there anymore, you know, or... D- different feelings that he doesn't want. He wants to be in a car and have that experience and have iRacing as practice. So these guys that are constantly on iRacing are going to have the advantage. For example, Anthony Alfredo, he runs on iRacing a lot. Dale Earnhardt Jr., not only does he have 26 wins uh, and won two championships, the X-Mandie, what is now the Xfinity Series, he's also constantly on iRacing. He's on there quite a fair bit versus, you know, you have Garrett Smithley, who's on there a lot, and then you get guys like Joey Logano, not on there too often, Kyle Bush, Landon Castle, who just got a rig, uh, and just got set up from Carolina Simworks over in his house, and he ha- it's, it's a loner, so he's going to end up having to give it back, you know, Matt DiBenedetto, uh, these guys don't run all too often, Parker Kligerman, he runs on there all the time, Ryan Priest, not so much, but he, you know, he drives a bit of everything. I think, one of the most underappreciated real men of all time is Ryan Priest, but that's a that's another episode. We're gonna spend another episode talking about Ryan Priest, hopefully having him on the show. But Majeski is certainly the favorite to win this race, I would say. If I'm going if I had to put money on anyone on three guys, if I had to put money on them, Ty Majeski, William Byron, Anthony Alfredo. Those guys are constant eye racers. Anthony I've beaten Anthony on iRacing quite a few times. I don't want to brag, but I'm just saying, I've beaten him on iRacing before. Uh, if you watch his streams, Fast underscore pasta over on Twitch, he streams it all the time. He's been streaming a bunch of Warzone lately, so go show him some love. He's a great guy. Show him some love over on Twitch. But if you go and race with him, he's a great iRacer. But if you compare him to Ty Jeski and William Byron, those guys aren't just good iRacers. Those are some of the best. Ty Jeski quite literally is the best. He has the highest ra- he has the highest i rating for an oval driver one ever. No one's ever had a higher i rating than him except for himself. He literally made an account got all the way up to like 9500 i rating which is unbelievable. Like for those of you that don't i race and don't really know, you start off at about 1500 i you start off at 1500 i rating. You can go up If you have a really good race, you can go up 100. Or you can lose at 100, too, at the same time. So, but I'd say in an average race, if you do well, you're going to go up 20. If you do poorly, you're going to go down 40. So a bad race hurts more than a a good race. So when you take that into consideration, the fact that he's gained about 8,500 I rating almost is unbelievable. Because he's close to 10,000. So he's the highest rated iRacer of all time. He is easily hands down the best. I have raced with him in an identical setup, same track and every, same track conditions, literally followed him out on track before in iRacing in a modified, which is my best car, and he will absolutely mop the floor with me. Absolutely, and mop the rest of the field. If you watch the East West Modifieds on Thursday nights, they're over on Full Velocity Racing Network. You might recognize my voice because I help out with those broadcasts. And so go show, go show that series some loves every Thursday night at nine p.m. over on Full Velocity Racing Network on. YouTube, they are on Facebook and everything else, so go show them some love for sure. Same thing with OSRN on Wednesday nights, I help out with those leagues, the Sim 500, and the iRacing Virtual Cup Series, which I just started off with tonight, so if you were listening to that race as well, you might have heard me there and been like, wow, this Jeff guy showed sure us a lot of iRacing broadcasting. Yes, because there is no real racing going on, and I'm going absolutely stir-crazy in quarantine, so I'm picking up more iRacing races to do, but that is besides the point. So, What I'm saying is these guys, and William Byron, got his career started on iRacing. He was racing on iRacing back when he was younger, and his dad saw him and said, wow, this guy is really, really, really good. This kid is really, really, really good, beating some of the best, beating Dale Jr., beating all these other guys. So he went out and bought him a Legends car. And he did really good in the Legends car. So he moved up to a late model. And he did really well in the late model. Then he moved up to trucks as well. Eventually up to trucks. And he did really well in the trucks. And he almost won a championship in his rookie season. And then he did really well in the trucks. So he went up to x series. And he did really well in the x series. And won the championship his rookie year. And won like a crazy amount of races that I can't even remember off the top of my head. I want to say it was like somewhere between 5 and 10 races in his rookie season. The first time in an Xfinity Series car. Absolutely unreal. So, and he got started on sim racing, on iRacing. And now he's driving one of the most legendary cars in NASCAR history, the number 24. I would say that is the third most well-known car. You have Richard Petty's 43, Dale Earnhardt's three car, and then Jeff Gordon's 24. Now William Byron's 24. So these guys are absolutely unbelievable and got their starts on sim racing. Ty of is actually sponsored by iRacing on a lot of his uh his trucks. His late model, his truck at Daytona had iRacing all over it, and actually, believe all the race a lot of the races he's doing, he has iRacing as the primary sponsor. So if you want someone to root for and you're a fan of Sim Racing, Timajesky is your guy. Timmy Hill is a very good sim racer as well. So you see these guys and that are constantly on iRacing, these are gonna be the guys to beat. On Sunday, it's uh, the race is at 1:30. You get to watch it live on TV. I am so beyond excited for it. We're gonna have Jeff Gordon, Mike Joy, and Larry McReynolds again up in the booth, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how they handle a virtual race. I hope they're studying up and they're they're watching all this, but it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic race. If you are a big fan of sim racing, you see this race on Sunday, you're like, wow, I need to see more of this. Every other Tuesday night, there is the Coca-Cola iRacing NASCAR series, and these are oh it was formerly the Peak Series, and man, these guys are the best of the best, week in and week out, the top 20 get locked in for one season, they carry over onto the next season, the bottom 20 have to qualify their way back in, so you could see up to 20 new racers per season. All these guys are in the same quality of equipment, so you don't see things like you see in the real world, like the double zero, in, in the real world, the double zero on the 24, consider them to have the same equipment. The only thing that differs is setup. That's it. The setup in the car and the guy behind the wheel. It's like, it's very idealistic for like, if everyone had the same amount of money, what would happen in racing? It kind of It's kind of similar to uh, other racing series where everyone has the same car, same setup, and it's, it's sort of, they're impounded there. But instead of having the same setup, they have different setups. So that's really the only difference. And so they race every other Tuesday night. It's very, very competitive racing. They're competing for three hundred thousand dollars, which blows my mind—an unbelievable number. Every year the prize pool gets bigger and bigger. They had a couple races broadcast on NBCSN last year. They had an All Star race and the series season finale, excuse me, for uh, the the virtual NASCAR championship. And Zach Novak won it. He's a teenager. From Connecticut, won all this money, had a chance to go and race a late model, uh, test a late model down in Riddle Beach Speedway. It's really unbelievable. So in this episode, I've broken down this race. It's going to be an amazing race broadcast on TV. I'm excited for it because as someone that that I races, someone that broadcasts I racing races and works as a commentator virtually and, and makes money that way, and watches these races and sees how, sees how competitive these guys are. It's really awesome to see that, to see that this racing is getting the appreciation that I think it deserves to see that, you know, when I'm coming into this and, and working as an announcer for these virtual races, seeing where it can go, seeing that these virtual races are getting real respect now. And it's it's awesome to see. It's unfortunate the circumstances that these are happening under where it's the, you know, the COVID-19 coronavirus And that's why we have to resort to this. But at the same time, it's a big opportunity for iRacing. It's a big opportunity for virtual racing. I can't wait for it. My prediction here is that it's going to be Anthony Alfredo that wins it because maybe I'm a little bit biased, but he does a whole lot of iRacing. He's got a great setup for it. I think it's going to be Anthony Alfredo, William Byron, or Ty Majeski, or Parker mean, Parker Kligman's going to be near the front. But it's going to be one of those four that wins the race. That's my prediction. We saw sort of a battle going in the Replacements 100 at Atlanta Motor Speedway last Sunday. I was spotting and sitting up on the box for Anthony Alfredo in that race. We were sitting top five the entire day until we had uh, a bit of an overdriving issue and uh, caught the wall on Turn Exit and and had some trouble hitting pit road there. And As Bobby Labonte put it, we, we noodled up the car, but... Anthony is very strong. He's a very good driver. So to see him do well on Sunday, I, I've got my fingers crossed there. I'll be celebrating with virtual uh, champagne with him, hopefully, in Victory Lane. <laughs> in virtual Victory Lane at the end of the race. We'll see what happens. But if you have any questions at all, you need something explained, I'm here to help you. Tweet at me at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter. You know where you can find us on social media. If you have any question at all, shoot us a message and say, hey, can you explain this? Can you elaborate on this? We would be more than happy to. That's at Bottled Up Radio on Twitter. If you want to help out the show, be a sponsor, you can find us on there as well. Always happy to take people on and represent your brand. Hoping to bring you guys all a little bit of happiness, a little bit of more insight into the virtual racing world. I'm here to answer any questions that you guys have. But until next week, we'll recap last week's race. Until next week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Bottled Up.